This is the Average to Savage podcast with Paul Garino. Everyone and anyone, athletes, celebs, and much more. What's up, everybody? I'm back for another episode of the Average Savage podcast. Our special guest today is Chris and Randall of Dugout Mugs. How's it going, guys? Going good, man. Life is good. Uh, let's just like jump right into it. How did like how did you guys start up Dugout Mugs? Uh, back in 2015, I had a, an idea to turn a ba- baseball bat barrel into a drinking mug. Um, I jumped it up in a college baseball dugout and uh, kind of just out of desperation. And a couple years later, I kind of brought it to brought it to the world. And um, Chris and I linked up in 2017, and then we uh, we just kind of started to to show it off to more people. And I mean, that's a very it's a very very big, uh, very high level. Uh, way of it all happening but that's kind of the, the gist of it yeah then how did you two meet i was scrolling through facebook i came across chris googled chris uh saw that he had uh, experience in selling thing a lot of things online and so i reached out to him and then we met in a, a, a lobby of a hotel bar um uh, maybe a couple of weeks after i reached out to him yeah, that's crazy. Um, and then just like bringing the concept to life and just like creating products. Like I, I kind of have a little background um, about like stuff like that. Like what was the development process of creating it? Just asking a lot of questions on the front side of things. I, I didn't have any experience in woodworking um, or manufacturing or just even product development. Um, so you kind of start with ground zero and uh, a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of Googling, a lot of cold calling. Uh, even driving around and asking uh, machinists and different people on how they would, how they would go about making it. And really all I needed was a wood turner. Um, And it seems really, really simple that I should have gotten to that answer rather quickly, but I didn't. And uh, yeah, just a whole lot of questions asking a whole lot of questions. And then what, when I know you guys started in in 2014, like, well, how, how long was it until you, you brought the product uh, to sell it? The first, the first one sold was in the middle of 2016. Okay. And then, um, like, what was your, what was your guys' uh, like breakthrough? Like, cause I know I actually, I personally seen you guys before you even, uh, we got in touch. Uh, like I've seen it like all around the place now. I think, I think we're still waiting for our big break here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a lot of breaks along the way, man. Like yeah. it's, it's, um, it's, it's the, it's the journey, right? It's the business. It's what it is. Our first big break was selling, you know, we, we filled up a tiny little mail truck and one day we're like, Oh my God, look at this shit. We filled up a mail truck. Um, uh, outsourcing, right. We hired our first employee, Karen, all those years ago. Um, that was a big break. Right. But I think it's relative to where you are in the journey. Um, you know, our first seven figure year, that's, that's a cool break right? Um, our first eight figure year, like <laughs> that's a, that's a pretty big breakout. I think, um, oh yeah, it's relative, right? Um, MLB, you know, getting an MLB license, a minor league license, a hall of fame license, a players association license. Um, you know, I got to award, get hand Ken Griffey jr. A lifetime achievement award dugout mug backstage in LA. Like that was a cool break. Randall, we, we did 4,500 mugs at, at, at the brave stadium for chipper Jones night you know, a guy that Randall idolized growing up in, in baseball. So to see 
thousands of people walking around a pro stadium with your stuff in their hand, like that's a big break. Right. So it's just, it's a lot of things. Right. And, and I think to not reflect on all of them as a whole would be a, a misstep. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then you just mentioned the the licensing, like, and I know that's kind of, pre- that's like pretty hard to get, like how, how was getting that? Uh, it wasn't that bad. You know um, I, I think it, if it makes dollars, it makes sense. Right. So um, we showed up, we sold unlicensed units hard for about a quarter and then we grabbed a PA license. And I mean, MLB, the first time we reached out, uh, one of our team, one of our team members reached out to them to get set up and they, they shot us down. They're like, yeah, we don't have, we already have enough drinkware. And, you know, it's the advice I give a lot of business people, don't be scared to flex, you know, and, and we had sales. We know our shit. We know what we're doing. And we flexed on them. We said, listen, give us a number. You know, here's our sales. Here's our product. Give us a number. And they gave us a really stout number thinking that we would probably shy away from it. It was well into six figures. We pulled the trigger, you know, and we hit our numbers ever since. Um, sometimes you just gotta, you know, bet on your stuff, right? Yeah, definitely. Um, now have you done anything? Um, like I know you kind of mentioned it, but like individually with any of the teams. Oh God. Yeah. Um, I think a few, a handful of them bought our stuff for season ticket holder gifts and they buy them for, uh, ticket packages and, um, yeah, I mean, they give them away. Um, they do promotions, uh, ML, the MLB store in New York called us a couple of days ago, asking to do a promotion to help them drive some stuff for father's day. So, uh, Budweiser reached out to us, right? So these big brands and these big, uh, you know, all the teams, we, we work together, right? Cause you know, we've kind of solidified ourselves as a good brand in the baseball community. So collaborating with the teams has really been a piece of cake uh, and even more so the players, um, you know, you know, Randall's an ex player, you know, we deal, we have a lot of ex players that work for us. Um, and so that that's actually been the one that's been really cool for me to see is just reach out to one of the players and say, Hey man, we're going to give a bunch of stuff away to fans. You autograph a couple dozen cards for me. And they're like, Oh yeah, send them my way. Right. Um, so to have that or all these mugs behind me, they're all autographed and, and it's just crazy. Yeah. Right. To collab with the players has been the fun part for me. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And then what about like on the, on the side of like, I've seen like videos and stuff is, is any like bars, like reaching out and like buying these things for the, for the bars. You pretty much assume that everybody you're about to ask about is buying these mugs, it, whether it's a bar or it's a team or it's a player. Um, it's just, we're in seven countries now, okay. 50 States, every pro stadium, most of the minor league clubs, I'd say half the guys in the league are, have our stuff in their house. So um, everybody's reaching out. And, and I think that's part of it is we're, we've done a good job of consistently telling our story and being front and center and uh, you know, just keeping the momentum going and the conversation going. Like Randall alluded to very lightly, we just showed it to more people, right? Mm-hmm. So I think that it's starting to really catch on at this point. Yeah, for sure. And then just going back, I know you just mentioned Randall played baseball. Did you guys both play baseball growing up and how like far did you guys go? No, I didn't. I mean, I played some ball up till about high school, but you know, my sport's always been business. That's just my thing. Randall probably has a lot more to say about that than a player for as long as he was. Yeah. I, I played baseball growing up and signed with the Blue Jays after uh, playing college ball, Florida Tech. Nice. So how, how was your minor league experience? Not a very good one. Um, 
the best way I've ever heard it put, once you get into professional baseball, the game starts using you to better itself to where mm -hmm. baseball you've grown up and you've used the game to better yourself. Uh, and that's a really good way of putting it. it you just kind of get into it and it turns into a business and um, it just wasn't, it wasn't that fun for me. Gotcha. And then um, just going back to the mugs, um, I saw you guys also expanded to, to other uh, things like the wine, wine glasses or wine. I don't even know. What, what do you want to call them? Wine mugs. Um, like how, how did that come about? Wind up. Uh, I was scrolling through Facebook and um, I saw an ad by one of the bat companies and they had a, a glove mallet, um, which is just a mini baseball bat that people hit their gloves with to break them in faster. And they had a glove mallet that was sitting exactly like a wind up sits. Uh, and I, and I stopped in my tracks and the dugout mug was already a thing. And I said, Oh my gosh, somebody turned a, turned a baseball bat into a wine glass and they didn't, it was just a, a glove mallet sitting, sitting upward and said, well, I guess that's what we're going to do. So that's how the, the wind up came to be. Gotcha. And then what about what are your, both for both of you guys? What are your goals for uh, 2021? Uh, from a business standpoint. Yeah. We're, we're hoping, we're hoping to grow the company by the current trajectory that it's at. It's growing three times the size that it, it was at last year um, and just being more efficient with our processes and, and growing, growing the top line while the bottom line grows as well. Um, I would say is probably pretty, pretty good representation of what we're trying to trying to accomplish. There, there's a couple of the other initiatives that I think um, when you go from profit to purpose, in life and business, I think that's a really cool transition. And because of the speed of our growth and, and just the support of the baseball community, we've, we've gotten to that point quickly. Um, so our cheers to charity initiative is something that I'm really enjoying um, where it's where, so the, the whole idea behind dugout mugs is we celebrate and serve the heroes of the baseball community by creating uniquely fun gifts that bring people closer to the game they love. Like that's our mission, if you will. So our cheers to charity initiative, um, certainly plays into that where we select heroes in the baseball community that have charity. Some are just average Joe, um, you know, that started a, a little league for special needs kids, right? And across the board, down in the Dominican Republic, we've sent gloves and bats and balls and mugs and things like that. So uh, to give back, I mean, anywhere between probably 15 to 20 different charities a year, um, we're donating, we're doing collaborations, doing fundraisers with them. Uh, a lot of times it's in and around kids, um, we've worked with, uh, big poppy, Mariana Rivera next week. We're going live with Mariano next month. It's the weeks brothers and, uh, Pudge Rodriguez and Justin Turner's coming on later in the year and the Rizzo foundation. And uh, I just was emailing with Verlander's people you know, on his thing. So, um, I think that's an initiative. I really want to see transition, um, into something even bigger over the rest of this year. Um, the, the company and the sales and the mugs are kind of doing their own thing right now. Uh, so we can kind of take our hands off that and work on some of these passion projects, as well as develop a couple additional products. Um, we have two in the pipeline right now that I think are going to be very well received. Uh, so I'd like to see those come to fruition on time and, you know, and us get a good push on those as well. So that's kind of my, my side of things, what I really want to see uh, happen over the rest of the 2021. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm definitely looking forward to see what the new products are too. Um, and then what can you guys both tell me 
a little advice you would give like a, a young entrepreneur trying to start a business? It's probably gonna be drastically different advice from the both of us, right? Yeah. Because uh, our paths have been a little different. Um, it, Randall was throwing, throwing pitches and I was, you know, running businesses, you know, and, and so I'd say some of the stuff I've learned along the way is um, do what you do best and outsource the rest. All right. Like really find out what you're, what you're good at and, and stop trying to, you know, be good at everything. Cause you're not, you know, there's one or two pieces, there's one or two bricks that that's yours. And you, you focus on those. Um, I believe that uh, uh, your network is your net worth. So I think, you know, connecting with the right people and being genuine about it. I think authenticity goes a long, long way. Um, and, and truly connecting with people, not just with the, you know, having ulterior motives, like I'm going to connect with this guy because they can do something for me. I, I, I think those are really shallow. So, so generating and creating genuine relationships, I think is uh, hugely important. And um, another would be just, you know, life's too short to do shit you hate, you know, love what you're doing. If you're not having fun, it doesn't matter if you make money or not. Usually money is, is a side effect of doing the right things on a regular basis, right? So you have to be doing things that you enjoy and doing things that you love. Um, there's a few thoughts off the top of my head, but. Yeah, no, I like that. I like the the one where you said, uh, you know, you gotta do what you do best and outsource to other people to do the other yeah. thing. Yeah, any business worth creating is bigger than, a, than an individual. Yeah, sure. And how about, how about you, Randall? Um, I guess what, like, if we're talking about the very beginning stages of things, people want to be an entrepreneur. I guess the advice that I would give is uh, the only limited resource of things is grit. There's plenty of cash out there. A ton of people want to invest in companies. They want to try to multiply their dollars. There's plenty of information. The Google exists. The internet exists. You don't got to go to the library and go through the Dewey decimal system to try to figure out how to, to do anything. Um, the, the really, if you like kind of look at your situation and you say to yourself, man, I wish, uh, I wish I could be an entrepreneur. I don't know why I'm not an entrepreneur. A lot of it probably comes down to just yourself and that you probably lack some sort of consistency and grit. So, um, yeah, I would say if you really want to do it, then you can do it. You just can't make an excuse. You just gotta, you gotta do it. Yeah, for sure. You know, the one I always liked Randall that you touch on is, Ask better questions. You know, yours is, you know, I think the way you always alluded to is like, um, if you don't know something, go learn it, right? That's mostly true. But the real, the real part is just ask better questions, right? Ask better questions and, and, and learn from the answers. And sometimes that means you go find somebody, outsource, right? And, and others is like, you learn it. Mm -hmm. I don't think people do enough due diligence. And the entrepreneurs, a lot of them these days are very uh, entitled, they think, oh, I, I want to start a business and it'll just run. It don't work like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it takes, it's hard like work. you said, mad grit, you know, um, it's not, it's not for weak people. You know, you got to keep going. You got to get punched in the face and get back up again over and over and over. And uh, yeah, the shit goes a long way. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I always say like, uh, like consistency is key. Like everyone always asks me and I'm just like, consistency is like what, like builds up everything. Cause like people just keep on seeing you're doing it and doing it and doing it. Well, your level of enjoyment also contributes to consistency. Yeah. It's really hard to get up and do something you don't like over and over and over, <laughs> over. So with us, 
there's been plenty of tough days, but it's like, well, I'm having fun. You having fun? All right, we're having fun. You know, we'll get punched in the face today. We'll lose a bunch of money today. You know, we're having fun, right? That, that matters more than people give it credit. Yeah, definitely. Are right, you guys ready for some uh, fun questions? Sure. Uh, what's your what's your guys' favorite baseball teams? I'll go with the Rays. All right. Whoever's buying my mugs. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Rays guy. They they love us. We love them. But yeah, whoever's really whoever's buying our mugs. I feel you. Yeah, just working in the sports industry too. Like I became like less of a fan. You know, whoever like I support whoever's supporting me. Basically, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Um, and then who, who's like one person that you want to get a dugout mug in the hands of that you haven't yet? I, I think there's a, uh, I, I like, um, Ashton Kutcher, okay. um, Justin Timberlake, they're Dodgers fans, Bill Murray, Billy Crystal, some of those just old school, uh, legendary, you know, um, famous baseball fans. I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. Randall, you got anything or not? <laughs> No, if we say on the if we say on the movie star trend, I'll I'll uh I'll throw McConaughey out there. Okay. Yeah. Um what what about what do you guys like to do in your free time when you're not working on your business? Um I've been having a lot of fun with baseball cards personally. Okay. Um at first I was like, oh God, I'm ashamed, but like it's it's a kid again thing. It's been super fun for me. So I'm playing with that. Outside of that, I like to uh golf, fish, chill yeah pretty low-key yeah the, the baseball thing uh went crazy during the whole virus uh kind of like mm-hmm. blew up again and now like pokemon cards are back and like i just saw i don't know if you guys saw it like target is not selling baseball cards or pokemon cards anymore because the lines are so crazy yeah people were waiting outside it's like <laughs> six in the morning <laughs> it's nuts <laughs> yeah it's crazy yes yeah, uh Chris was getting into the cards and he was telling me about that. He said he tried to go to Target just to look for him. This is before he discovered that uh, that they have like regulations on when you can actually come in there and try to buy them. And he was telling me all about it. And I thought it was insane. Yeah. It's yeah. Crazy. Well, I opened up an old box, old shoe box I had from the early 90s. And I found four Derek Jeter rookie cards just sitting in a shoe box, all mint condition. And uh, I was like, oh, these are probably five bucks. Well, they're all like 50. One's like 800 and i was like holy crap so i was like oh so i started playing around with it again it's it's, it's becoming problematic because <laughs> you know if I, well i'm not fishing and golfing right so yeah, obviously yeah, yeah, yeah. there's something wrong here yeah, yeah. fix that and then and then you see them all graded and all that and now all the grading systems yeah. are back up and now like new ones are coming up it's crazy oh it's ridiculous it's just silly but we did so one of the things we do with dugout because i'm real big on ex- customer experience um we bought like 12 little over 12,000 packs of 1989 tops and we're just throwing one in every box of uh that goes out the door right now just so that when people get this box they get to rip open a 30 something year old uh pack of baseball cards find like old like these right here like old mark mcguire yeah that's dope and and nolan ryan and just anyway ryan sandberg it's just fun it's a it's a fun experience so we're playing into that a little bit yeah, for sure. Have you guys heard about like these NFTs and all that stuff? Like the crypto stuff? Mm-hmm. Cryptos? Oh yeah, very much so. <laughs> I've been I've been involved and invested in the crypto space um since before it was cool. <laughs> I got you. 
and the and NFTs are, are interesting. I'm just trying to wrap my head around that, but I think there's a play yeah. uh, with dugout and NFTs. I just haven't kind of got my hands wrapped all the way around that yet. But um, yeah, I mean, we try to stay in front of the trends, you know, yeah. Dogecoin or Dogecoin, whatever. Uh, I'm trying to contemplate, you know, I'm trying to figure out how we can accept Dogecoin for um, dugout mugs, maybe sell a thousand mugs at, you know, a hundred Dogecoin each or something. Yeah. We'll see what happens. But we, we like staying ahead and staying fun, staying relevant. And it's uh, like I said, it's a good time. No, yeah, I like that. Um, I think that's like the key to, to just, like you said, stay with the trends for any business now. Um, but yeah, I appreciate you guys that's coming it. on. And uh, could you let them, could you let the listeners know where they could follow you in dugout mugs? Everywhere yeah, on social it, media. Dugoutmugs.com. Yep. And and uh, the, the one thing we're doing for Father's Day right now, there's a um, free knob shot so our knob shots that we have it's a baseball bat handle hollowed out into a shot glass we're giving these away um they're normally 30 bucks but uh instead we're giving them away for uh, just pay like nine dollars shipping and handling any mlb team whatever so it's dugoutmugs.com forward slash knob shot promo and uh you can get them for like nine bucks to your door it's a really sweet deal well, appreciate it yeah no doubt